Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes. Oh. Oh. Not those kind of adult themes, I'm being told. Just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. Where can I go to find some of those other adult themes? listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Last time on Romancing the Dungeon. Sorry, can I just ask, what is she doing here? Oh, my assistant manager. Uh, this is Morag. You were all desperately in need of some relaxation. You said you were cursed, like, recently? Like a day ago. There's something else kind of here I'm kind of just not digging. And you come back out, you see that the wood elf is holding two wooden sticks. Should we get down to the exercise? Drop the act, you bitch. No, no, I, I'll keep the guys up for a little while longer. What do you want from me? What? Oh, I. What is the point of this? The point is, my boss has a bit of a vested interest in you, and I'm just doing what I'm told. I will get out of here. Sure, you will. There's somebody here. Uh huh. In this room. We ain't got a lot of time here. Okay, this talking puppet thing—it's useless. Kylie, you gotta—you gotta pass on a couple of messages for me, okay? Sure. Are we all in danger here? Welcome to G8 Services. My name is Agnes Shufflebottom, but you can call me Angie Aggie. I'm the Mystian University Administrator, or MUA, pulled out of retirement to run Miss Grey Purse's affairs while she's on trial for fraud. That sounds lovely, if not slightly complicated. Today I'd like to announce the first of some changes to our services with a brand new segment our Star Bachelor of the Week. Oh, oh, and who's this fine, strapping young man with two PhDs and a permanent teaching position at Mischian University? Oh, this is a bit of a coincidence. His name is Arctimus Shufflebottom. Oh, such an accomplished, fine young man, as strong as an ox and built like a brick house. But he wasn't always like that, no. He was a little pudgy pudding ball with the nummiest little cheekums and he was mommy's special little man. So get in line, ladies. And that one gentleman whom he had a dalliance with while backpacking through Visage. <laughs> no time for questions this week, but you can send all inquiries about my little poopsie to us right here. There's a horrible sound, Fia, as you are picked up carefully by the Leonin. His arms are super muscular. Yes. <laughs> like, they're, the muscles are both hard and soft. Yes. They're the exact way you need them to. And he's just kind of like, oh, he's carrying you across the uniform that he's wearing. Like, the top two buttons are kind of mm. opening. Your hair is kind of slightly bristling against his chest hair. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just very nice. Okay. Uh, he's, but he's a professional. He's not making anything about it. Uh, he carries you across. And it is, it's a coffin. It's just a... It's the coffin that is sitting in 
a hole in the ground. <laughs> so this can be a little bit chanting. Um, you haven't died before, have you? Um, no. Okay. So, well, guess what? I mean, it's kind of like a road test, really, for the inevitable. I'm just going to pop you in here. Uh, I'm going to put the lid on. There's a couple of air holes. And yeah, whatever comes to you, comes to you. And it just lets you work out a couple of things. Okay. Okay, great. Um, he just popped you in. Uh, it's it's for a box that's in the dirt. It's actually quite comfortable. I like how to shimmy into it to like get myself comfy. Oh, you know, it's that weird thing you do after a massage. Like you know, yeah. you kind of feel a, a little bit sore, but it's good sore. Yes. You're kind of you're like, oh god, it's getting all those spots. Yeah, yeah. And he just pops the lid on, and just from outside here. So look, just whatever you see, just let it come to you. Don't fight it. It can be, this can be all part of the process here. It's all part of the, uh, effectively, like the rewrite of this curse that I'm trying to work out of you. So just go with it. Okay. Capiche? Capiche. Brilliant. And then you start to hear just like dirt (laughs) being like (laughs) thrown on top. You're good in there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Great. Great, 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 great. Give me a wisdom saving throw. As you're buried alive. Yay. Fourteen. A little bit of time passes. And, like, the, the shoveling has stopped and the... It's very cold in here. And very dark. You, you can't really smell the lavender or sandalwood anymore. Mm. But as you're lying there, you're kind of just staring into darkness and you're kind of you're in a weird sort of like floaty headspace like you your whole body your whole body feels like a cloud and the earthy smell from the the mud and the earth that's been kind of thrown over your isolation box you just kind of feel yeah you just feel like you're floating really sort of like just drifting along in this haze and then you hear laughter in the dark. I suppose if I can, I go towards the laughter. It, it's weird. You you go to move, but you can't move. You still feel it. It it's, kind of feels like you just move the world around you, uh, as you as you kind of shift this into kind of focus or into into the line of perception. And suddenly you see a shoreline of a lake. And there's families everywhere. And it's a scorching hot day. And the sun is just bouncing off the top of the lake water. And shining. And it's beautiful. And just in front of you, you see Quillo as an eight-year-old boy. He's collecting rocks. On a blanket, just kind of nudged into each other, you see Una and Forrest, your father, both set side by side, and their hands kind of clasped in each other. And it just feels really nice. And out of nowhere, you just hear a voice. No, 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 no. I said, go with the memory don't I am you are you though because my energy is telling me you're not 
I try and reach out more. You you see the kind of the memory in front of you shifting a little bit, and it's not a it's not a perfect day. There's it's actually kind of overcast. You can see kind of dark clouds on the horizon, and you just feel a hand kind of like grabbing your wrist and pulling you uh, and you just see your father shouting uh, he's pulling you away from your mother he has you and Quillo by both hands and Una is screaming at him that this was supposed to be a family day out that this was supposed to be something that you were to do together uh, and he's saying that the key, he should be in school and that you know they've bought the shop and there's responsibilities now and so on and so forth and it's very very strange this is a dream but it's real and as your mother and father are shouting and screaming at each other you just see Quillo staring at them both just blankly coldly and he smiles and you just hear yourself crying and then you see Una draw a small knife from her side and point it at your father and start screaming at him. And as you hear a scratching, gravelly sound, you just hear the words, I don't need a family, screamed by Una. And then the lid is lifted off the isolation box and staring down at you with kind of a pensive sort of expression is Borisk. Whoa. And there's a thick, heavy smell of freshly cut grass mm-hmm. emanating from him. <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> oh, the room. It, 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 I, I think we're next to the furnace and it gets a bit smoky, a bit heady in here sometimes. Um... Dude. Yeah. That was intense. That was not chill. <laughs> no. No. And he kind of reaches down a hand to kind of grab you. I let him. As your hand grabs his, you feel muscles react. Like your grip normally would have been like a little bit softer, a little bit more passive. Uh, You actually kind of see him go, as you grab his hand. Well, the the rewrite seems to have worked a little bit. You feeling any different at all? I kind of give myself a stretch and like crack my neck, like side to side and stuff. I'm like, I, I do, I do. Yeah. 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 Not like how I was. And not like how I was before. I don't know. I feel like open. Cool. So. Smoke? He kind of looks at you kind of questionably. Just out of game and totally mechanically. Um. The massage therapy and isolation box. So 
out of game, you now have a chance to rewrite Fia's mechanics a little bit differently. So you get to make a new version of Fia to a point. Okay. Mechanically, we'll say to three levels worth of Fia. Okay. Okay. Good? Good. Good. As Fia's working out those knots, Nate, you find yourself a very sweaty mess sitting on the floor. Mm. No, it's just that there's no ventilation in the this room. So it's just you and... Uh, it's dank. Some might say this is where the dank actually comes from. It's just poor ventilation in, 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 in Castle Shvalo. Um, so All the rest of the dankness is just Nate's sweat for me. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Gross. Um, you've listened intently to... To Mikael, as he has told you about his life and his love for swords. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So at what point are you going to teach me anything? Very well. If you've listened to my story, then perhaps I can show you a thing or two. And he stands up and he rolls his neck and his, his arms. And, uh, he kicks out his legs a little bit, just kind of rolling out that stiffness. Are roaring it in. <laughs> pick up your sword. Which I pick one? Pick up my sword. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it up. <laughs> Off the floor. And let's roll for initiative. Okay. Oh. Nine. God damn it. I got a seven. As you kind of, again, he just taps, he taps his sword against yours now in the way the gentleman nope uh, <laughs> the way that sword fighters are supposed to in a contest um oh my god okay i'm um these dice that i'm rolling were a gift for my birthday from a friend and fan of the show they are terrible and i will not be rolling them after this episode that was another nat one Ooh. uh he goes to strike you with he like it's a flick of the wrist but all the sweat that you've perspired and Mikael has perspired and the band have perspired and the dankness of the room causes the sword to slip from his grip um, and it flies out of his hand. You have a free attack and then your action against Mikael. I, so seeing the opportunity, I take a step in and put my leg around his leg and sort of nudge him with my shoulder, sort of knock him on his, okay. know, onto his behind. So... Give me an athletics check at advantage. Athletics check. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay. This is fine. And then I have my attack. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and bask in rage uh, at the fact He's that... He's literally the meme. Yeah, you just, you step in really close, mm. like, all up in his space. Yeah, and I just take a little inhale in my nut. There is a, a sort of a sweet smell. You kind of just take a... And again, you just, you don't see it, but like his skin, like there is like a little kind of goosebumps as you kind of breathe in very close to like, like his, like his neck is his spot. His neck is his spot. Like, oh. it's, it's, it's his thing. <laughs> Gently pressing one hand uh, to his chest. You do see him flush and then you push him and he falls straight back onto his back. Okay. And I suppose I'm not going to attack for the action, but I'm just going to like, hold my the the tip of my rapier 
to his to his Adam's apple. (laughs) 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 Mr. McKnight, it appears you are as adept with a blade as you are with a microphone. Yes, that would be the case, wouldn't it? I don't think there's anything I can teach you, but I've learned quite a bit in our session. Can I just ask at any point what have the two dwarfs that have been playing drums been doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're sitting there going the 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 the, the, the drum the, the 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 sound the music that they've been playing has just stopped. <laughs> that pounding you've been hearing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> More a kind of gentle slapping, really. <laughs> gentle. <laughs> um, the, only, the only kind of beat you hear at the moment is your heart beating. They're just, the four of them are just looking on. They're all like... Oh. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I drop. I drop. <laughs> I drop the stick to the floor and I offer my hand. To, to help him up yeah he he takes uh, he kind of he like he grabs your forearm he doesn't grab your hand he grabs your forearm and he like yeah pulls himself up i bid you good day sir and i lean in again into his neck and i say good day and then i turn around and i whip off the at the top and just start like mopping my brows I walk back into the changing room yeah one of the dwarves she's doing the same she's, <laughs> she's fanning herself oh and then the, few, the rest of them are like oh yeah bum, bum. and they start playing drums again uh, Mikael is kind of standing there you feel a little bit more sprightly you feel a little bit more like haha this guy is like you know he has a he has a title he's Hawthorne the fourth whatever that is the fourth of what you don't know but that confidence bolsters you and having put, not, not put him in a place, he wasn't arrogant at all, but having like shown him up, having performed super well, you feel a little bit of a change as well. You have unlocked a feat. Ooh. Oh. I swear if the next time we get into a fucking fight and you can't do anything with that sword, I'm going to be so mad you wasted that opportunity to learn something. You, ha- you are now mobile. <laughs> now you've got one of them poke cards. I, I have a Zimmer frame. <laughs> you have unlocked the feet mobile. Uh, respectively, there's a knock on all your doors. Not yours, Sefesta, you're in the center. <laughs> Outside of me, the, as Boris, Mikhail, and Anita kind of go to answer it, there's a servant outside who informs you that dinner is to be served in one hour. You are all kindly invited to attend. While they are making preparations, you have time to shower, change. You have a chance now to go and mingle and meet and whatnot. You are escorted upstairs onto the second floor of uh, Castle's Follow slash Inn's Bath. You are shown to three adjoining bedrooms where your belongings, sons, your weapons have all been laid out, cleaned, pressed. Some even look better than except Kyle's, uh, than when they when you first bought them. Is there anything you want to do before dinner? Kyle's like massaging his ear and like working out his jaw. He's like So I can't I can't hear any did you guys did someone shout at you? Did someone shout at you? Is that a thing? You just hear Kyle mm-hmm. kind of shouting out from his room. Well yeah shouting actually really loudly yeah. from his room. <laughs> <laughs> guys <laughs> 
I go into his room, see what's going on. What? What's wrong with you? There's this angry lady. <laughs> you don't have to shout. Claire. She wasn't even angry. She was just loud. You, you're no, sorry. There was an angry lady. She was possessed by the ghost of an angry lady. She swore <coughs> at me. She you're, called me a bastard. You're kind of shouting, Kyle. Yeah, you hear Kyle shouting bastard or bastard, uh, <laughs> however he pronounces it. Yeah. You can hear Fia shouting at him just to mm. stop shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop whispering? I'm not. I'm talking normally. You're shouting. No. I don't think so. What happened to you? I told you there was a lady who shouted at me. She broke the windows. Beautiful place. I'm sorry, could guys, sorry, could we please stop shouting? I'm trying to do my self-care. What? I'm trying to do my self-care. Oh my god, stop shouting. There's no touching himself again. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lady who got possessed by a ghost. I just Wait, what? Really? Lady who got possessed by a ghost. And what happened? Did you fight her? No. She called me a bastard. And she said she had messages for everyone. But then she wasn't pretty... She wasn't very willing to give those messages up. She kind of got in my tits. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't know how anyone could stomach her. Definitely not some sort of fan favourite. <laughs> At this point, I, I come in and I'm sort of wearing a towel sort of around my... Like, actually from, like, nipple height down. <laughs> and then with, like, a towel sort of, uh, you know, towel on my head as well. And, uh, like, a face mask as well. I get, guys, again, I ha- self-care. I need I needed some time to just relax. I've, I had to go through some really intense stuff right there. <sighs> okay. What's up, bestie? I was telling Fia here. Stop shouting. A lady got possessed by an angry woman who said she had messages for everyone. What were the messages? She wouldn't tell me. She was all, hey, you bastard. I've I've got messages, but I'm a ghost, so I can't tell you anything. Okay. And you, Fia, how did you get on? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Feel feel better? I feel quite chill. Yeah, hap- different. But I'm okay. Yeah. Sorry about my behavior, by the way. If you don't mind me saying, you look, like, jacked. <laughs> <laughs> she got stupid. You look, like, suddenly ripped. I don't know what that massage did. He, like, massaged some muscles into, like, he overdrive was, or something. He was very good. You should try him out. He's got, like... Weird phrasing. <laughs> but you should. <laughs> ah, okay. No, it was very good. Okay. Yeah. Now. Body and soul. Oh. Oh. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. And you? I just got hot and sweaty with some dwarves and an elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of tracks stuff for you. That's cool. just like another normal Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's nice. Nice to get back to it. Hmm. Um, so, about Morag. Go said, she's bad news. Well, duh, we told you that. <laughs> Stop saying duh at me. You can have inspiration. For <laughs> Thank you. No, but like the ghost said, she's still a threat as opposed to like... Obviously, I mean, come on. It was a good question, okay? I don't know what you're getting up my ass about. 
and folds his arms like Sis and Little Huff. He's like sat there braiding his hair. <laughs> I suppose the ghost at least clarified one thing for you, but like this whole this is weird. I just I just hope Hephaestus is actually scoping the cellar out because we've been up here, you know, doing our bit. It's just that she. What, I, I just I. I hope she just hasn't been like kicking her feet up downstairs. What you know, I actually trying to get some work done, like the rest of us. Like, what is she supposed to do? Stare at the door? She's tied up, like. Sorry, what was the work you did? <laughs> look, anyway, look, what I'm saying is. Should we go say hi to her? Maybe. Yeah, let's go say hello. Can we her. visit? Are we allowed to visit? I mean. I don't see why not. Oh, let's go say hi. She'd like that. Yeah, she's our friend. How are the ears feeling now? You, you seem to have come down a few levels, the octaves. I'm I still, I'm lip reading at the moment. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, so make sure we face towards you when we're talking. If you want. Otherwise, I'll just smile and nod. Okay. Love the braids, by the way. Uh-huh. Love them. Yeah. Nice. Can't. Not a thing. <laughs> the braids. The braids. Oh, oh thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't often wear it like that. It's not like combat smart, but, you know, it's... And people tug them and, you know, they spit in you and they... (laughs) (laughs) There's a knock on the door. (laughs) Hello? We're in here. Uh, uh, No, we've we've all heard. We're naked. That's fine, but Count Svalo and Assistant Manager Morag uh, have asked me to tell you that dinner will be served in approximately six minutes. That's very approximate. Well, we have dinner first and we can bring... Yeah. Because we oh, can yeah. bring some scraps down that for sounds us. Good. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's probably starving. Yeah, I mean, like, she loves, I like, uh, like her favorite meal, just chewing the marrow out of a bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Just, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, if we, do, we we'll just get our... So you're just gonna head to dinner? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put clothes on. Okay. How kind. <laughs> you all finish getting ready, putting clothes on, braiding your hair. If you you already finished, um, and you would just wait for the two men to <laughs> the finish. Two men to finish, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of you just sit in Kyle's room and you watch him braid his hair. Like it's it's fascinating. Do you uh, want some help? Oh, I've actually got this, but you could pick out some shoes. What, how many shoes do you have with you? Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Pops open a case full of them. <laughs> okay. And I cannot look up what are you wearing tonight? I could look up down if you describe it. Oh, it's like uh, a nice, lo- like it's got like this kind of draped uh, bit of like um, lace over the shirt. Kind of like a wedding dress, but it's not a wedding dress. It's not like it's not like a wedding dress, you know? It's just okay. like very nice, like very It's a dress that a bride might wear. Form-fitting. What, what I okay. will say, while this is happening, Nate has gotten ready and he is waiting at the bottom of the stairs for <laughs> Kyle to come down. Some soft piano music begins yeah. to play. Wait, I've got just a thing. I run back into my room and I come back out and I give you the kitten heels that I got from Marilla's house. <gasps> oh, really? cute. They were Those not kinky ki- boots. They were kinky they? boots. Kinky boots, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Oh my God. They were literally black thigh-high boots. <laughs> he, has, he has no memory of this, so is unaware of the significance. But it's like, oh, they're gorgeous. They're for you. Oh, I mean, like, not for, for keepsies. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <gasps> wear these. Oh, he like snatches a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice a little bit. It's like, oh. They're from Mar- Marilla's house. 
<gasps> oh, like Mar Marilla wore these? I, I, I assume <laughs> not. Oh my I mean, god, like... Marilla! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're thigh high. They practically like come up over her nose. That's a look. <laughs> they're for you. He leans in and gives you a big hug. No. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I will find something nice for you. Oh, thanks. Have a look through them in the cases. See what you want. Fine, take, take a look. Um, Run it past me first. <laughs> what about those ones? Mm. Yes. Be sure to reach out slowly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, just reaches out and puts his hand on, like, on top of yours and is like, uh, pats it. Pats it a little bit. Yep. Yep. Sure? All yours. All yours. All yours. I take a <laughs> He like looks at the thigh highs and he's like, right, yeah, okay. That's a that's a trade. That's a trade. Trade well done. Good trade. Fia and Kyle, you leave your room and Kyle at the bottom of the stairs, standing there rather astutely, elegantly, and gentlemanly like you see Nathaniel waiting. At the same time, the door to the cellar where you saw Hephaesta let out of opens and chained and strapped to a, what a, a is it a gurney? Yeah. Sort of. A gurney. A vertical gurney. A vertical gurney. <clears throat> Whatever they are. I was going to say a wheelbarrow, but that's not really <laughs> <laughs> where I'm trying to create a fucking wheelbarrow. <laughs> uh, masked up and bound in chains. Something a little bit like Hannibal Lecter. You see Hephaestus being wheeled foaming out. At the mouth. Foaming at the mouth. <laughs> apparently now, with rage. Yeah. Being pushed out by Commander Groff. Um, apparently, Count Svalo was insistent that all his guests, including the prisoner, join us for dinner. We've taken the appropriate measures to prevent her from murdering anybody at the table. Have you, though? I, I've ignored all that. I'm just looking at Kyle walking down the stairs in slow motion. And in my head, it's just going... Kiss me. And then I, I, I reach out a hand as, as you get to the third, the third step. He kicks up a foot and like puts it in your hand and is like, Heffy, new boots! <laughs> I fucking hate this show! <laughs> I can literally see the vein in a festive head. <laughs> Engorged <laughs> with rage. <laughs> okay, so a festive wheel to the dining room. You're all following suit, I assume. Well, now, first of all, he does put the foot back down and then, like, jumps into Nate's arms for a little twirl. Assuming there's a little twirl yeah, in. So you got I a little twirl in you? Hell and yeah. I do a little spin. <laughs> yeah, I request to die. Can I also request to die? Kill me. This, 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 this. No. No. Everybody just ignoring Nathan Kaya. Yeah. Uh, you, you all head to the dining room. Inside, and as you enter, and the doors are opened by servants, set at the end of the table, you, you see Count Ivan's follow. And now you. You see him without the hood or the cowl and the full riding gear that he was wearing. He's wearing a rather form-fitting black suit, uh, shoulder padded out to shite. Like it literally, it gives the man edges uh, for days. He's got me edges. <laughs> <laughs> He's about six foot three, 
Where Borisk the Leonin was broad, muscular, and tank-like almost. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Zvalo is lithe and uh, sinewy. Like he he looks fit, but in that sort of I'm all my powers in running, not in punting. His jawline could cut Kyle's. Like it's just yeah, everything about it, like all his features, his cheekbones, everything is kind of just has a sharpness to all of them and his eyes are this really really soft grey it's the only part of him that looks off or out of place it just with everything else where he stands where he holds himself he's quite imposing he's quite astute he's quite formidable but there's just a softness in his eyes and he beams a smile as he sees all of you enter. He stands and Morag does as well. And you are led to the end of this table. Like It's a long table. It's a long banquet table. Kyle, you probably have seen one. The rest of you, definitely not. I mean, you've seen tables slung together in a pub. It's kind of like that. But this is a long, I mean, it's one solid piece of timber the whole way down. And it is magnificently and ornately decorated with the finest silverware. There are just vases and vases of floral decorations and candles spotted the whole way through up and it's it's the well it's the four of you Festa in her cage thing Groff some of his men Ivan's follow and Morag for dinner but the table is set as if it was set for a small country there are servants pinpointed all the way up along and they all kind of bow as each of you uh, passes everybody give me Perception checks. And you know what, Festa, you can have an advantage because you've got nothing else to do but look. <laughs> 10. Okay. 17. Ooh. 12. Okay. 16. Okay. Well, Festa and Fia, both of you notice <clears throat> it's not that the servants, like, they're not, they're not shaking or anything. They just seem a little on edge. Festa, you think it's because of you and your current getup. The staff, they're all smiling uh, and they all bow very, very politely, but they just seem a little off. As you approach again, uh, Ivan is just kind of gesturing, please, please uh, seat yourselves, um, park your highness on your chairs. I pulled the chair out for Kyle. Thank you, Bastic. And then push back in and then I turn to Hephaestus and say, hey, Heffy, high five. <laughs> Rude. Am I doing any movement, or am I totally? You are literally, yeah. Sorry, your 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 arms just are bound. I'm swinging him with my cuffs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing rattles. Uh, okay. uh, Groff parks you in a chair directly opposite, like you're literally set opposite Nate. Great. Fia. Yeah, I pull out my own chair and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Ever the lady. <laughs> Swing one leg over the chair. There, like it's sound like Commander Riker. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Groff and everything, like they, his men all kind of look at him and he just kind of, yeah, 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 nods off. And they they sit down, they all, they look off. Like, they look like, what the hell? We never get to sit at these tables. <laughs> I trust you had a wonderful uh, pampering. All of you, and he looks at you, Avesta. All of you enjoyed your treatments, yes? Um, all to your satisfaction? Yeah, I feel great. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, because it's just, <laughs> again, people can't see you nod. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, um, if you don't mind me saying, young lady, you are quite uh, uh, 
changed. Thank you. Hmm. A lot of the tension just seems to have just... Oh, yeah, that melted away. Hmm. Yeah. Your whole yeah. composure, everything about you seems a little bit more pleasant. Hmm. I see we're still short of words, though. That's fine, that's fine. We just need to warm up to you, that's all. Oh, oh okay. Well, I thought I was being very welcoming, but okay. Uh, I, I'll take it. Oh, all, no, you, you are. all feedback is good feedback here in uh, the castle. We we are striving to provide this good day service. Isn't that right, Morag? And Morag's just not just, Yes, the, um, every guest is asked to leave feedback. And um, we always do that just to improve on our services here. Hmm. It's important to us that you leave way better than when you came. I have tinnitus now, so that's good. <laughs> just think of it as... I mean, the sandwiches were nice. The sandwiches were pretty good. Yeah, see, there you go. You traded one thing for another. Mm. Okay. <laughs> now, I had one of my cooks prepare a regional dish I, I i have yet to have tried it it is not something uh i would be very familiar with uh we don't really go for that sort of thing here um we are much more of a foul um region you know the the chickens and pheasants um but uh, peasants vegan <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hefesta give me uh rolls with perception Ten. <gasps> Natural twenty. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. No, well, the last time you did that, he did something bad. No. As you say, you eat peasants, Nate. Hephaestus, uh, you're just like you're, you're rolling your eyes at him. <laughs> you fear catch one of the servants, kind of a half-elf woman, just turn, and she's looking up at a man behind Count's follow. He's wearing the same uniform as she is, but his apron has a gold trim around it, and he swallows a hard lump in his throat uh, as Nate says, you eat peasants. Uh, he shakes his head, and he just kind of smiles at her, and she just shakes her head back, and she just kind of like just shakes her head to kind of clear it and then she just continues to smile I'd like try to make eye contact with either of them the the guy isn't looking he's just kind of looking at the back of Swallow's head the woman opposite you uh, who you see just standing kind of right behind Kyle she's looking in your direction but she's looking kind of past you it's that like fake eye contact thing where people look at over your head to mm. look in your eye but it's that so she's not making direct eye contact with you okay. at all um, how wide is the table? Like, if I was trying to reach over to give, like, one of the boys a tap with my foot. It's f probably four foot wide. Okay, can I just try and reach over, maybe just, like, tap Kyle to get catch his eye? Give me a stealth check. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just slip onto the table and you just feel a boot knock against your boot. <laughs> as always yeah no he kind of like uh, gets like a little bit of a wry grin and then realises it's Fia across the table and like yeah. just peeps at her I just raise an eyebrow at him just to try and give him the nod that something suspicious is going on no 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 we don't eat people here it is a a, a dish from your side of Galeshire um, I believe they call it Buef <laughs> oh my god am I, am I saying that correctly is that the pronunciation Buff 
Oh, mm, like, and he makes a muscle thing. Yeah. Oh, it, we are having birth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Sounds lovely. I could have staff Sorry, no, sounds no, no, lovely. No, 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 please. No, no. Sounds, sounds nice. Thank you for your consideration. Oh, it is absolutely no problem at all. Your satisfaction is guaranteed here in Castlesfallow Hotel Spanning. I haven't seen many other guests around in the Castlesfallow Hotel Spanning. Uh, well, we think with the whole issue with the air elementals and the storm elementals and that whole business in your part of the country where blah. <laughs> yeah i perhaps the old tourist trade has been a little bit quiet but more assures me that it'll pick up in absolutely no time at all now that all of the blah has been dealt with and, and how long has more been in your employment oh and she kind of looks at her she kind of looks at him she goes oh it's kind of hard to say um must be a recent thing right Mm. It's probably probably about two months, two and a half months, mm. quite, give or quite, take. That's kind of mm. quite recent, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, maybe, but maybe three. Unusual. <laughs> yeah. How so? No, non kind of normal kind of. Way. <laughs> well, no, I'm aware of the definition of the word. I just mean in the sense of how is this unusual in that I'm employed here three months. Well, what did? Where were you just? Before that. Just before that. Yeah. Um, before you were here. Just before that. And she kind of looks up. She's like, I... I think it was with family. You think? You're not sure? <laughs> well, like just... three months ago. What kind of, what kind of, when you say family, what family? Like I've got sisters. Oh, like you, Happy. Oh, if I say you've got sisters. Lots of people have siblings. Yeah, a lot yeah. of hags. A lot of hags. To clarify, is she like fully in appearance, outwardly a hag? Sorry, I forgot that James has never actually encountered, or Kyle has never encountered her. Hmm. No, Morag in, is in her human form. And okay. long, soft brown hair, beautiful, beautiful olive skin, these chocolatey brown eyes. She's quite gorgeous. Like, she's quite, yeah. Um... You might have run into one of your sisters, actually. Mm. A small world. Moira. Mm. In Tezrab. Yeah, the one, the one that exploded into a, a pink mist. Yes. Sort of, yeah, after being yeah. crystallized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just don't really appreciate the talk of people exploding at the table. <laughs> it's quite violent and is very confrontational. And this. Bang! Is, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd see what what uh, Morag does. She's <laughs> calm as a brush. It was the Count who got a bit shook. Mm. Please, I've my heart is so very fragile. Suspicious. Do you suspicious. and your sister get along well? Uh, I like any other. Yeah. Family. So you didn't know about what she was planning, then, did you? My, I'm. Excuse me. Are you? Are you implying that my, that I am a hag? Well, you said that. I said nothing about a hag. Well, no. You know what are you bringing hags up for? You brought hags up. No, I didn't bring no, up hags. No, I didn't bring up hags. Nathaniel brought hags up. 
And then you implied so, that my sister no, was. I'm sorry. Why are you getting never, so never defensive all was. of a sudden? Now yeah. that and talk about hags, like you just kind of like. Never implied your sister was a hag. You literally said my sister was responsible for what happened in Tezrab. Yeah. He That's said it. she exploded into a pink cloud of mist. Yeah. Who said anything about hags? That information was never given to the public. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that might be so, but Commander Groff did detail a little bit as to what happened. I Have I done something to upset you? I, I know earlier on there was this confusion that we'd already met, but... Oh, no, we've definitely met. I have never met you before. Groffalo, arrest this woman. <laughs> oh, hey, while we're at it, that's not Groff. That's Dahlia. So, if we're doing this, you know... And Morag stands up, quite visibly upset. What's a Dahlia? <laughs> Guys. She's the one who impersonated Hephaestus at the dinner party when you were on the road with Hephaestus. Oh, uh, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've done to offend any of you. You tried to kill us. It's pretty offensive. I am... Um, Clearly making you all uncomfortable here at the table. Yeah. So, um, Counts Follow, I will retire to my room. Um, I hope all of you have a pleasant stay. Yeah, don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no finer words. And she just uh, takes a napkin, folds it, puts it on the table, and pushes the chair out, and scurries out of the, the dining hall. Excuse me. Guns follows. What were you saying? Well, I was saying that we were having buff and then servants carrying food come in. <laughs> oh, buff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. I'm very confused. You uh, believe you know my assistant manager? She, and she's a hag? Yes. Night hag. And you're saying that you, that this, and he points to Commander Groff, mm -hmm. is a, not who he says he is? No, crazy ex-girlfriend, actually. Uh, if you probably hit him hard enough with something on the head, the illusion would likely drop. My hands are a little tied, but if somebody else wanted to do that. Uh, Commander Groff just kind of looks at the three of you and Count Ivan's follow as a commander in the Galeshire Republic Army, I am utterly offended at that accusation. I don't care. Where is he seated in relation to everyone else? He's probably next to Nate. Okay. Hit him. Stab him. Not helping your case. I tell you what. <laughs> it's great. It's great because I literally have like a festa on one shoulder and I have a literal angel with Kyle on the other. <laughs> stab him. No, don't stab him. Not yet. You want evidence that I am Commander Groff? Very well. And he ungloves uh, his right hand and plunges it into the piping hot bowl above. 
Well, yeah, she's doing it to herself, so of course she can hold concentration. What the hell is that achieving? Dude, that's gross. What are you doing? <laughs> Fine. If that isn't the evidence that you require. Nate, if you would like... And he presents the palm of his hand to you. Uh, and he holds... Uh, his men go to stand. Uh, no, no. It's perfectly all right. Um, they They need to trust us. And you can... You have, as as a member of the Gilshire army, in front of my men, I am giving you permission. Stab me. And he just holds out his hand. They took all my weapons off me. I'm going to need a weapon. You have a fork and a knife. And he uses his other hand to point at them. Uh, okay. I, okay. Okay. I grab Groff's hand. You sure? Quite. I pick up a knife. I get a step and I go, ooh, but I don't do it. Do you want me to do it? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you do it. You do it. And I, give okay. him, I give her my knife. Just one of you stab me. If you'd let me out. Uh, we would. You've already stabbed too many people on the road. So I want to faint it, so I want to go to act like I'm stabbing, but then I'm going to just throw a salt shaker at his head. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's preparing to get stabbed. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I want to surprise him instead. Okay. Uh, give me a stealth check. Yep. It's 11. Okay. He sees you go to stab him and then reach for something. He isn't quite sure what you reached for. But then you bonk a salt shaker off his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> You, yeah, you, you managed to catch him just above his right eyebrow, and there's a little, a, like a little gash, and he just kind of shakes his head. Sorry, just, you know, you were preparing to be stabbed. I thought if I caught you in a surprise, it would be a little bit more authentic and you're fine. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm actually, I'm very embarrassed. I'm, Groff, I'm so sorry, Heffy, like... I swear to God! Please, like, we want to help you, and you're really not doing yourself any favours. Why would I lie about this? I trust this has been dealt with. Do you wish to throw the pepper shaker? No, do it. I appreciate she is your friend. Let me out of here! You saw her exit the van. She was covered in blood. My men saw her. I saw her. You stabbed her. I mean, in her def- in Hephaestus' defense, evil. I mean, is <laughs> evil and dead. So I mean, that, which so a good thing? <laughs> Whether the courts in Gaelish. I rest my case. Well, not so fast, bestie. Oh. You used to be really into me, Mr. Gruffalo. (laughs) 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 I wasn't aware it was reciprocated. I assumed my boorish advances were... 
dismissed, and I, being a gentleman, did not wish to advance where I was not wanted. And clearly there's some sort of burgeoning romance. And he gestures at you, Kyle, and then at Nate. Kyle, look, this is Groff, okay? If if you knew who Dahlia was, and like just does a little stealthy wink to Hephaestus. Okay, give me a stealth check. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> I shouldn't have said stealthy. How do I, wait, how do, I do this? Uh... Twelve. You give a wink. You don't know whether or not Groff hasn't seen it. The thing about Dahlia is, is that she's just, she's kind of this pathetic kind of person. Like, and you haven't met her before. She's just kind of, um, she's a bit. She's beautiful. She's absolutely. She's gorgeous. I mean, Groff. No offense, but like, like, <laughs> but Dahlia. She's very beautiful, but she's kind of. She's a bit stupid. And like pathetic, so like I don't. I think we're. I think you're giving her too much credit, Hephaestus. Here, because, I mean, look, you, you know Dahlia more than anyone. Mm. She's kind of dumb, kind of pathetic, kind of a bit obsessed with you too. I mean, she for what she tried to carry at the dinner party. Yeah, you're right. She could never pull this off, could she? Yeah, that was a little sad. Yeah, the whole dinner party thing. Yeah, yeah. Talk about pathetic, huh? It like again, it's it's like pathetic. She was always kind of like riding your coattails, and like you know, even with the whole like eagle thing, as well, trying it's to like, be me, just trying to be you. And yeah. it's like you know, mm. I just it's only like because I remember like she tried to come on to me, and I was like, I, I, like I, I felt bad because I did laugh in her face because um, you know she's just like again, oh really, desperate. Hmm? <laughs> that sounds. Plausible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, you probably never met her either, Groff. I um, hope not. Ugh. I know, again, like, just the worst. Wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, you know, and again, it's like, as I say, like, she is beautiful. Like, once you, like, kind of look past the whole kind of um, teeth situation, you know, she's kind of got that, like, like snaggletooth going on. And I mean, you know, it's great when she keeps her mouth shut. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, 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 and because of that, then the breath is a little bit, mm. like... So again, you kind of want to have that distance. So which which works to her favor because once you have that distance, you're like, wow, what a beautiful person. Yeah. But it's when she gets in close, yeah. and you've got like the breath, it starts and talking, it starts and talking, it's and it's like. At this point, uh, a servant has approached you and is just holding up a jug with a straw on it, Hephaestus. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. We had the uh, we had the cook uh, just Pour mash it, it mash it all down into a paste, and it is drinkable. How kind. All of you have your plates put in front of you. Groff is still standing. A, one of his men is now pressing a, a, a like a, <clears throat> one of, a, ne- a wet napkin into the cut. How is he like demeanor wise? Uh, Shaking. Give fridge. me an inside check, Fia. Just because Nate. I feel like first... you should be doing wisdom saving throw. <laughs> 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 On the inside, I'm. Could be good. Ooh, twelve. Unfazed, you don't. You don't get a read. Um, at this point, you see that the, the gentleman behind uh, Counts Follow, uh, again, the, the older man, human, thinning, thinning, wispy white hair on, on his head that's been kind of brushed over, uh, very well uh, groomed, uh, steps forward, and from uh, under his coat, he just takes out a bottle of wine, uncorks it, 
uh, and pours it into a small uh, little goblet uh, on the table in front of Count Follow, who's just been watching and listening the whole time. Well, it seems that there's a lot uh, being discussed. It just takes a long, slow from the goblet. It's just that, okay. Groff has stayed firm the entire time. I rolled for it. I have somewhat of a headache. Um, no fault of yours, Fia. Um, please don't apologize for striking me in the head. I won't. I think I'm going to retire for the evening. Uh, it seems you, you have are just picking apart uh, people's characters. Um, Only terrible people. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we not, like you. not we you, Yeah, Groff. we like you, Groff. You're great. I, I'd rather not be party to this, though. I don't think it speaks well of us to assassinate anyone's character mm. right now. Well, some people deserve it. Hmm. And Groff stands, and as he does, the men stand as well. No, no, please, you you may finish and then go to bed. And the soldiers sit back down and just start pushing the buff around their plates. And he exits. As he reaches the door, Kyle has produced his focus and is spinning the orb underneath his finger on the table. And he says, one last thing, very quickly, just want to check Groffalo. Would you be so kind as to just tell the whole truth as to, the whole truth as to who you are and right here? the whole truth as to who you are and right here. And he's going to attempt to cast suggestion. Okay. DC 14 wisdom save. No! No! Fuck! 15 plus 4, baby! Tell me I never loved you! <laughs> I'm here to. <clears throat> You see Groff uh, as you cast Suggestion and the magic just ripples out of you towards the... and it echoes down the the, the dining hall and it washes over Groff. You see him just smile at you, Kyle. I am here to escort the four of you to Galeshire to testify. In fairness... That may change when we get there, um, as the accused is dead and one of you is the murderer. We are still, nevertheless, going to Galeshire. Okay, it didn't work. That's boring. Go on. <laughs> Good night. And he, he leaves. Swallow finishes his cup of wine. Oh, high and mighty, am I right? Swallows? Not you, Groff. Oh, I was like, was I giving off some sort of impression that I was aristocratic? I'm very sorry if I was. Oh, no, you're, you're cool. You're, you're cool. lovely. Yeah, thank uh, you. Oh, you've warmed to me then? Yeah. Oh, I just, that's I'm... quite nice. Um, well, I can't exactly say that this dinner was a success, but I hope you enjoyed your booth. What do you think of the booth, Count? I am... Um, you haven't... You, you wouldn't normally be into this sort of thing? I... 
have a very weak uh, constitution and uh, my stomach, my staff and uh, the, the allergic man kind of have to kind of shuffle a little bit. They keep me on a very strict diet. Um, but please, uh, do you require seconds? <laughs> I think I'm all good, but thank you. I'll, I'll have some. I like, I like both. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, I will have some more scent. Uh, and uh, of course, you are free to have thirds or dessert or whatever you wish. Uh, but I think um, given this evening's uh, uh, conversation, I feel rather spent. Oh, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I know. I kind of oh, please. No, no, no. I, 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 I did not mean that to be as passive aggressive as it sounded. I just merely implied that I don't really like confrontation. I mean, I mean, the night is young. We can still save it. Tell, tell, tell us more about you, more about this place. You know, is there anything you want to know about us? Or It's gorgeous here. Really lovely. Well, I don't like to spoil anything for any of you, but... Uh, Morag and I were speaking a little earlier, and we felt that you were, your 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 visit to Castle Swallow was a little abrupt. So tomorrow, after breakfast, we had a little tour planned, and you would get the full history of the castle and the the spa and the inn and our four point business plan. Have you done a SWOT analysis? I, I don't know what that is. So strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, uh, opportunities. and tests. Yeah. Oh, it's just a great way to kind of set yourself up against other businesses and stuff, you know. To that is most interesting. I must discuss that with Morag. Yeah, perhaps you we... could be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are we having a business luncheon tomorrow? Ooh, <laughs> is this what we are doing now? Is this what we are? Are we? Uh, Morag said, um, "Synergizing." Is this what this is? Is that what this is? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Wonderful. Well, um. I do think we've left this meal on a much positive note. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. I, hmm. Well, I, I shall go to bed with a head full of wonderful thoughts. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's, hmm. And he kind of stands up a little bit. He does seem a little bit lighter. Uh, he definitely bogged down during the meal. Um, you know, what with all the fucking accusations and <laughs> salt shakers being thrown around place. He kind of bows to the table and the soldiers kind of just bow at him as well well if you'll excuse me then i'm going to retire to the evening uh and catch up on my booty sleep as you can see i need plenty of it <laughs> <laughs> uh, hate to see you go love to see you walk away <laughs> oh we are we are synergizing you and i oh i can tell i can tell there's definitely a connection and he swoons out of the room uh, like literally, he's literally like strutting and he's yeah he's actually squeezing his glutes a little bit more yeah. <laughs> nice guy so who's left in the room with us now we've got all the soldiers soldiers Hephaestus and, and the people in the gold trimmed his manservant has left with him you're still there's, the room still has other staff here Heavy could you pass me the uh, um... what the fuck <laughs> sorry Are... Are you sure that you came down? She threw me in the cellar. She told me, I don't know. She's here to fuck shit up. She won't tell me the plan. She's working for somebody. I kind of turns to the guards like, um, hi guys. I'm just wondering. Sorry. Hello. Yeah. 
Um, apologies for my bad mood the past couple of days. Has Graf seemed different the past while? T? I don't know what you're talking about, but you threw a salt shaker at our commanding officer. Well, yeah, it was that or stab him. You did you a favor. I didn't want to stab him, and I wanted to kind of catch him on surprise, so I just hit him. You do know that he volunteered to go out of Tezrab, right? You do know that he rallied all of us to go with him. You know, when when your city was besieged by the dead and nobody was coming to help. Yeah, but just does he seem different from then? Because he just seems kind of different. I don't know if it's just the fact that you people aren't used to the rest of the world outside of your podunk city, but we have manners and respect for for most people, really. And the one soldier's like, oh, Greg, seriously, no, just calm down. It's fine. It's... No, no, no. They, ha- they have to hear this. They have to hear this. Your friend, and he points at Hephaestus, is a mad dog. Okay? Excuse you. Whoa, whoa, let's hear him out. (laughs) Can I ask you this then? Where did the guard duty who was guarding Evil's trailer while we were dealing with the elementals disappear to to allow her to get in? Where did they go to? We were ordered to help evacuate. He ordered a couple of you to stay back and take care of Evil and the rest of you to come and help evacuate. Yes, and then when Ye couldn't actually hold her own against some air elementals... We had to help assist more of the people get out of the town. Are you now putting the blame on I'm Eve getting asking. murdered on us? Is that what you're actually doing here? Just asking a question. You're very defensive. I'm just going to get Apparently, everybody. not of Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to quickly turn to Kyle, like, hey, this was a pretty intense uh, mm-hmm. dinner. Are you okay? I know that was like a lot. And I, I, I brush my hand on his ear and sort of as I like sort of tuck his hair behind his ear, I pull a bobby pin out. Are you okay? It's just tough. It's just tough, you know. Um, look, I've I've really liked uh, traveling with you all and getting to know all of you. And um, I'm sorry uh, to the guards now that, you know, kind of tensions are high. Everyone's, uh, people have lost a lot, you know. People here have lost a lot. I, I don't. I don't know if there's anything more to be gained from this uh, line of conversation. I'm sorry. Dessert? Dessert around? Everybody uh, wants some dessert? No. None for her either. And he stands up and he grabs the... Wait, what was dessert? Gurney. <laughs> <laughs> a milkshake! <laughs> Perfect! I want my milkshake! Or is it just ice? <laughs> I'm probably dehydrated. I could use some water. Can I give her some water or... Fine. Okay, I take the straw that was in her meat, and I sort of flick it clean, and I I, I pour a jug of water, and I hold, I'm I'm, I'm imagining I'm going to have to do a slight hand check, I sort of hold the bobby pin underneath the the mouthpiece of the straw, Um, so I'll I'll roll. Can I, like, assist by being very... Deft of tongue. <laughs> <laughs> For that, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. So thirsty, young. The straw is tied in the knot. What you get in your, your slide of hand check there? A natural one. Oh! 
So you you hold the 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 drink up to Hephaestus. In fact, your sleight of hand check was so good, she didn't even catch on to the fact that you were trying to give her a bobby pin. <laughs> she slurps and starts to choke on the bobby pin. A guard rushes over, like just to see what's going on. Like he kind of separates the two of you, and then catches the bobby pin in her mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> I think at this point it's safe to say that the evening's entertainment is over. You were just looking rough, wasn't here. See this. But I will be informing you of the morning that you attempted to pass contraband. I don't even know what that word means. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, he like jerks uh, Hephaestus out of where she was kind of set in the trolley (laughs) and just whips her around. This all just feels so wrong. You're heading up to your rooms? I told you guys that I tried to read Groff's thoughts and it got like kind of a white noisy static kind of thing, right? I th- I, th- I remember telling you, but I'm not sure if I did tell you, tell you. Just because like, just in case there are doubts about what she's saying about it being this Dahlia lady. I don't know, that's just weird. That doesn't happen normally. Not that I go around reading people's thoughts all the time or anything, you know? That'd be silly. <laughs> no. Uh. And unethical. <laughs> I don't know, this whole just... Here feels weird. Yeah. It feels weird. Yeah. It is weird. It's really weird. I just, I don't know what... I need to know what's going on with Morag. Yeah. <gasps> Snooping? Late night, late night, sneaking, sneaky time. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're trying to slip Festus some help her over shackles is anything to go by, you're probably not the best for snoops. I thought it was good. Thank you. You did your best. Yeah. Oh, please. Well, we can't all be like Miss Sneaky Super Spy. Yeah, why don't you do it then? <clears throat> One of the servants clears their throat. <gasps> why don't you guys do and it? And what? No, and what, guys? <laughs> you guys, uh, we'll pay you money. And the the young woman that you were that you spied earlier on, Fia, that was looking at it. I don't really know why you guys have such a problem with Morag. She tried to kill us before a few months ago. Yeah, no, I heard that part, and it's all people have talked about since you came. There's actually kind of a good thing going here. And the castle is doing really, really, really well. And I don't know, maybe you're confusing her with somebody else. Not even a little she, bit, no. She hasn't tried to murder anybody at all at all. Kyle stands up and leans over the table and locks eyes with this server. Sit the fuck down and start talking. Um, Not a question. Uh, have some boof. <laughs> the other two kind of look at her and she just kind of looks at, at you Kyle what did anybody do to you what what we might be staff we might be just servants in the castle but this is our life <laughs> it was worth a shot yeah sorry guys I thought maybe I'd get like an intimidation check or something. Yeah, you can ask for an intimidation check if you want to roll. You 
I just thought you were being a dick. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> a roll for dick. Understandable. <laughs> a common occurrence. 23. Uh, just keeping your gaze fixed on her um, and kind of being totally unrelenting and unfeeling towards she just said, you've no idea what's going on here at all at all and you're you're going to you're and she's like she starts to her lips starts to tremble and just like you can see tears welling in her eyes you're just gonna you're just gonna ruin this you're gonna hurt him and we're gonna suffer aren't you you're you're just gonna ruin all of this this thing that we've all built and then she'll the service kind of come over and kind of like um, kind of like try to comfort her a little bit. No, they they can't do this. They, he's good now. He's good. And they're like, okay, no, no. And, and they're now kind of like dragging her away as she kind of gets a bit hysterical. What is going on here? You retired your rooms with plans to maybe get some information out of the Count in the morning during the tour or business lunch now that we're having. Um, but as you drift off, Fia, you find yourself standing on the edge of Lake Capulet, reliving the memory. And it's almost 50-50. 50% the truth and 50% your reality. But as the fight and your mother's aggression escalates, in the distance, just behind her for a moment, standing at the edge of the lake, you see Morag. She stares at you, and then you just hear your mother scream that I don't need a family. And with her knife drawn, you watch as she stabs your father. And as you rush to his aid and you reach down to hold him, you feel a sharp pain in your chest and you're holding the knife and you look up and you see Una staring down at you. Over her head, the Roman numeral symbol of three burning. Kyle, you just hear a raven call. And a wind blows and you find yourself staring out into a sea of faces judging you your head and neck restrained under a wooden lat and as your eyes fix up around you you see yourself trapped in a guillotine and you hear the slow footsteps of someone approaching you watch as a figure in a hood takes a rope and begins to slowly unwind it. And in their hands they hold it. And in one they let go. And they pull back the hood. And you see Hephaestus. Her other hand lets go of the rope. And you wake up. Hephaestus, sleep doesn't come easy to you in the dank cellar. When you dream, you find yourself back on the ruins of the Flatstone Estate. Standing over your dead body. Eve's body and Marilla's body. Morag steps out from the darkness 
they're dead because of you. Maybe not your hand. Maybe not directly. But through you, your selfishness. And the whole scene is burnt away by white light. Oh. Here again, I see, Hephaestus. And you hear a voice booming in the light. Are, are we going to have to revisit... We could just stand here, fair enough. Let's just do that then. Please. Um, you are... And this might be obvious. In great peril. Yeah. And it's going to get worse. Can't say I'm surprised. Your, well, all of your presence here has triggered something that lay dormant for a while. But your connection to me has inflamed it, I guess is the word I would use. It has begun to awaken. You must find it and defeat it. What is it? It is... Let me put this in a way you might understand. An X of mine. Look, not judging. That Fair I enough. appreciated. Thank Fair you. Enough. Um, find the source. Stop the blood. And the creature that seeks it. Keep it. I'm locked in a room. And as you say that, you wake up and you you gesture. <laughs> Still locked in a room. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Nate, you wake up in the copper rabbit. Marilla is there. Cloda is there. Ike, Jess, and Morag. In the corner next to the fireplace, there's a hooded figure. Just sat there. Unmoving, unflinching. <laughs> well, you little bastard. It's time to perform. So hungover. I don't give a shit. I paid you. Okay, okay. Yeah, waddle up to the stage. As you maneuver up the stage, uh, kind of roll your neck a little bit and ease out the joints and whatnot. When you turn around, you find the copper rabbit empty. Except Morag, who sat at the bar, and the hooded figure down near the fireplace. Well, Nate, it looks like one by one everybody's leaving you. I mean, in some cases, literally dying to get away from you. I, I just run her and I just gotta swing it at her head. 
you swing, she kind of goes, she kind of half flinches, and as your loot connects with her, she bursts into red mist. And the copper hour begins to fill with red mist. Fell. Emerging from a cloud of it, you see the hooded figure. They pull back the cowl, and you see Ivan's follow. He... It's him. You know it's him. It looks like him, but he looks different. He looks more wild. He looks more feral. He looks more alive. You see that all his skin is a very, very sickly white, and there's just threads of black and red just throbbing where veins and arteries run. You have arrived. Where? Home, Nathaniel. But our home has been invaded by a usurper. I could help, but who I am and who or what that is, is not exactly the same thing you have come to understand, I assume. The creature you know as Ivan's follow is a shell of what I used to be. I have been imprisoned, locked away in memories, chained in the dark. You, my boy, my son, could free me. And I could give you the power you need to conquer your enemies, save your friends, save yourself. He holds his right hand up, and on his ring finger you see a silver ring set in it, a sharp, rectangular, black gemstone. This holds me prisoner. Destroy it. And I can live again. How, how can you guarantee my friend's safety? It's simple. When you destroy that cursed gem, I will most likely go straight for Morak. I don't exactly like what she's done to the place. It's too cosmopolitan for my tastes. But why? Okay. Why? Why is she, she the way that she is? <laughs> why is she pretending like? She doesn't know who we are. She doesn't know us. The ring. It has certain properties that affect creatures like Morag and I differently. We have a tendency to forget our true natures. What is your true nature? 
he gets really close to you. And he smiles. And you just see his two canine teeth extend. I feed. I kill. I survive. What's the stop? The four of us just leaving. <laughs> if you think you are going to be safer out there, safer from him than me, then you are not as clever as I thought you to be. I've tried to protect my friends, I've tried to be there for them, and I've failed every single time. And now you have the chance to have real power, the power to protect them, and avenge your mother. Morag came here with intent. What that is, I am not certain, but where a night hag threads, there are schemes. She might seem innocent, but the dream you experienced was her doing. You see, Nathaniel, at night, when we rest, when we are, are at our most vulnerable, we tend to let and see our true selves. It is the only time I've been able to connect with you, and her presence here has allowed me to extend the connection, as weak as it is. You have noticed a change. It will progress, but it is merely a drop in an ocean of the power you could possess. Free me. I give you my word, I will not harm your friends. I will even help you take down Morag. Then the castle returns to me, you and the others may leave. That is all. Okay. Take the ring. Destroy it, and I will be free. And he lowers his jaw, and he leans in, and he bites your neck. And you just feel a surge of power. And you wake up with a start. And there's a cold sensation slithering up your arm and you feel it kind of getting tighter as it coils and it gets closer until a head kind of peeks up from under the blankets and you see just these two beady black marble like eyes set against neon green scales and a tongue dart from it well good morning then no what the fuck <laughs> language and, Mr. Crepsley, pleasure to make your acquaintance, Nathaniel. I believe you've summoned me. 
And we'll leave the episode there. Crabs, crabs, crabs. That's it for this week's episode. You've been listening to Amber as Hephaestus Tindrison, Sam as Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight, Louise as Fia Isadrim, James as Kyle Adoris. A big thank you to Ghost of Red Mountain for our amazing theme song Haunted. Make sure you check out their YouTube channel. I'm Declan, your Dungeon Master. We're back in two weeks for another episode. Until then, why not check out our Discord server at D8 Dungeon? You can back the show for some sweet rewards on Patreon. Leave us a heartfelt review wherever you listen to your podcasts or tweet us your thoughts and emotions at D8 Dungeon. Ha, 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 ha.